Welcome to the Islam and Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to support us, visit islamandlibertynetwork.org. There is a donation button on the site. This episode, we have a recording of our 7th International Islam and Liberty Conference, the Islamic Case for Religious Freedom, held in Jakarta. Today, we have Dr. Ali Hassania. He has a PhD in Theology and Islamic Studies and has published multiple papers in Persian, Arabic, and English. He is part of a panel, Theory and Theology of Religious Freedom, chaired by Muhammad Azam Muhammad Adil. His topic is Between Religious Intolerance and Holy Ignorance, Discussion of Misconceptions about Religious Freedom. If you're interested in reading his paper and presentation, it can be found on our website at islamandlibertynetwork.org. Bismillah rahman rahim <coughs> Mr. Chairman, dear my brothers and sisters, especially my brothers and sisters from the <coughs> country of Indonesia, and all professors, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. <coughs> I'm so happy and it was my chance because of a long flight. After 30 hours, I came here. So I stayed up about 30 hours. And so it was so chance for me to come to one of the biggest country in the world and the biggest Muslim country and be with the kind people of Indonesian people. And thanks to everybody who managed this conference, especially Islam and Liberty team, Islam and Liberty, especially Sheikh Ali Salman. And uh, I hope this topic would be interesting for you as that is interesting for me as well. My topic is about uh, the connection between religious intolerance and holy ignorance. Maybe it is interesting for you. What does it mean, holy ignorance? I will speak about the holy ignorance, but before that, it's so important to speak about intolerance and tolerance in religion, especially in Islam. For tolerance, we have uh, two words in Islam, tasamuh and tasahul. If two persons treat each other with kindness and forgiveness, it is said that they are tolerated each other. This is the common <coughs> definition of tasamuh and tasahul. And also we have another word in Arabic, it is helm, that I will focus on, on helm because of its connection with ignorance in Islam. Helm also means to endure adversity despite having power and force. But between tasamu and tasahul also, there is difference. Tasamu is derived from the root samaha, that means forgiveness and magnanimity, and therefore tasamu is a kind of acceptance with forgiveness, magnanimity, generosity, compassion, and ability. While tasamu means to bear, resist, endure 
which is associated with a kind of weakness and disability. So there is a difference between tasahu and tasahul. We must focus um, on tasahu more than tasahul. For, I will speak about helm later. As you see here, there are some elements for tasamo in Islam and religion, and uh, there are some conditions for tasamo that all of them will result in tasamo or tolerance. The first one is diversity and differences. It means that uh, if uh, one society or one community want to uh, have tolerance inside people, it must be, uh, it must be um, a lot of people from different religions, different beliefs, and it must have differences between these people. The other one is that this satisfaction, it means that uh, for example, there are some groups, some parties that one party doesn't like the other party and the other party also doesn't like this party. And the three points that is, was, that is so important is my paper and lecture is uh, awareness and intention. It is uh, antonym to ignorance. And here it means that this tolerance should not be done with ignorance and without motivation. And the fourth condition is uh, that with, it would be done with power and ability. It means that the inevitable bearing is not called tolerance. In some tolerance in society implies that with consciousness, authority and soft behavior, let the opposing ideas, message, attitude and political currents to speak and show themselves and thus accept the polarity and diversity of, of opinions and beliefs. So I don't speak about uh, kinds of tolerance because it's not my focus in this title, just as uh, I refer that uh, kinds of intolerance are, for example, religious tolerance, political uh, tolerance, maybe philosophical tolerance. Uh, in, in philosophical tolerance, we have positive and negative tolerance, but for religious tolerance, uh, it means that softness and the tolerance based on religious teachings towards opposing beliefs and behaviors, especially rival beliefs and behaviors, is called religious tolerance. While harshness and intolerance that is opposite to tolerance, Arising from religious teachings towards opposing beliefs and behaviors, especially rivals, that is in that is religious intolerance. We have also some verses in the Holy Quran and uh, some hadith that uh, point to uh, tolerance in Islam and religion. That in last session. Prophet uh, pointed about it, for example, or But for tolerance in Islam and religion, we have some conditions that must be due 
And one of these is so important because of its connection to ignorance. Religious tolerance, at first, all people are free to accept or reject religion. It's, it is the first principle of tolerance in Islam. If somebody believes in religion, he or she is forced to follow the boundaries of religion, especially principles. It is the second principle of tolerance in Islam. Uh, but the third uh, principle is that uh, God did not make hard laws for his creatures, but he sent religion with softness and mercy compatible with the ability of its followers. It means that the spread dominance of religion in Islam is mercy and softness and kindness to all people, all Muslims. In some the Quran, Sunnah, and historical evidences assert that Islam is a religion of softness, kindness, mercy, easy, and tolerance. In one side, it doesn't oblige anyone to believe in God or a specific religion, and so all members of the community are free of their beliefs. On the other, it is firm to those who convert to Islam in concerning Islamic principles and limits, divine, lawful, and unlawful orders. <clears> Though <throat> treats with mercy and kindness compatible with their ability, as well as in, in practicing their observances, I mean, maybe for art, it follows the way of softness and easy, it means tasahol or tasamo. <clears throat> but my next slide, it's so important. I'm speaking about ignorance and its connection to uh, tolerance in Islam and tolerance in religion. Ignorance, what does it mean, ignorance? As mentioned before, one of the conditions of tolerance was awareness and lacking of ignorance. If uh, in a society, uh, tolerance um, must be operated in a society, so there was uh, it was not be uh, to ignorance, and all people uh, should be awareness of each other. <laughs> in uh, Arabic, ignorance is jahl. It is opposite to knowledge, and commonly it is translated as opposite to knowledge meaning peace and confidence uh, and uh, meaning, uh, meaning, uh, meaning foolishness and carelessness. In Quran also, uh, we have the word jah that is used also in the opposite of ilm and knowledge. But one of the words that is opposite to ignorance is helm. As we have some hadiths, and also there are some studies from Orientalists and Islamic, and in Islam, Islamic studies that say that the opposite word for ignorance is helm. Helm also means to tolerate and to have patience with power and softness. For example, uh, if you go to pre-Islam ignorance, it is the age of ignorance. We can see in the age of Jahiliya, that is referred to 
جاه uh, جاه uh, means uh, something uh, in opposite to hell. For example, Ignaz Goldseher said about uh, the age of Jahiliya that uh, helm uh, means patience with wisdom and rationality and opposite to jah that was used in the time of Jahiliya. So he says that the ignorance age was not a period of lacking knowledge. Rather, it was the period of barbarism and rebellion that is violence, arrogance, selfishness, absurd, absurd talks, and the like. And also Toshiko is also following Ignaz Goldseher when speaking and researching about ignorance and about jahl in pre-Islam and in Islam says that jahl in Islam, it doesn't mean in opposite to El, but it is basically opposite to hell. It's so important to know that jahl in the time of the prophet and before the prophet was not a word with the, with the term used in opposite to knowledge. Uh, as you see here in the slide and diagram, ignorance or jah uh, or ignorance time, ignorance age, had some features like barbarism and rebellion. And these features resulted in violence, arrogance, selfishness, absurd talks, and radicalism. And it was basically is in opposite to Helm, because Helm means patient with wisdom and rationality. But, and we have some uh, historical reports, some hadiths, some studies that it is uh, basically uh, Jal is basically in opposite to hell. Also, we have uh, some other uh, studies after um, Islam, especially in, in research in, in recent centuries uh, from some ulama, some, some scientifics, that they uh, speak about jahiliya or modern jahiliya and also in other kinds of jahli. But I'm speaking about holy ignorance is one of the, uh, the other kind of ignorance. Uh, holy ignorance, if you can see, uh, as I said about holy, uh, I said about ignorance in the age of ignorance, it has uh, some features like human passion and, it, and ha has also some principles, holy, holy ignorance, like human passion, uh, bias and uh, fanaticism, lack of intellect, uh, consecrating on own beliefs, and dogmatic thoughts. It is opposite to hell. And uh, uh, for last slide, because my time is over, I wanted to show this slide that if in a society there is not ignorance, there is not jail, I mean lack of ignorance. And there is helm, I mean patience with each other, patience with each other um, uh, while we have power and we have knowledge with softness. So 
that society and that community, especially religious community, would have a religious tolerance. And in that society, we will have coexistence and moderation and brotherhood and peace. And at the end, we have religious freedom. But if there is ignorance, I mean ja, or holy ignorance, the bad tragedy of holy ignorance, uh, so there is no helm, we uh, will have intolerance, and we will have religious intolerance in the society, so barbarism and uh, rebellion and violence and radicalism uh, would be the end of this lack of ignorance, and lack of freedom would be the end. And uh, I wanted to say that if uh, a society wants to be progress and to have tolerance uh, in society, all people and all parties or sides must know each other very good and know about themselves. So in the society we'll, we'll have tolerance. But if uh, sides and parties doesn't know about each other, intolerance is it the Result. That's it. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Can you have, okay, perhaps we have the other one and then we can answer. Okay, please. Yeah, assalamu alaikum. Uh, <clears throat> to Mr. Ali Hassania, first of all, I would like to thank to you that your presentations, uh, short presentations, but it make me uh, refreshed our Islamic concept of tolerance. tolerance. <coughs> uh, amazing. <coughs> but uh, my question is, uh, in my opinion, it's easier to, toler to make tolerance with another religious, religious uh, followers, uh, like uh, Muslim and Christians, Muslim and Jews and Hindus and uh, so on. But it's so quite difficult to make a Build uh, tolerance within uh, in Islamic society, in Islamic followers, like Shia, um, Sunni, Sunni Ahmadi, and not, uh, within uh, Sunni itself is another uh, little uh, groups. This uh, so not easy to make uh, each other make tolerance each other in Muslim uh, inner uh, groups. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Thanks for the question, and uh, your question was about the calamity between uh, Islamic groups, not between Islam and other groups, uh, I mean non-Muslims. Yes, that's right. Mostly now, we have a bad calamity, bad disaster between Islamic countries that uh, some radical groups or maybe some groups uh, are facing with each other, uh, not with kindness. They make any violence against each other. Uh, and it is so bad. We know that they do everything by the name of God, by the name of religion, so it's not good. That's why I have my topping holy ignorance. I mean that holy ignorance means that some group say that, yes, we are true, the other group is not true. Because our beliefs are true, the other group 
their beliefs are not true. That's uh, why we say it holy ignorance because it is related to religious ignorance. They wanted to, they they try to uh, secret themselves. They wanted to say that our beliefs our beliefs are holy and the others know they are not holy. Their beliefs are not true. So if you are not true, if your beliefs are not with us, if you you don't agree with us, so you are, you are not Muslim, you are out of Islam. This is a bad calamity in some groups and they, they think about each other. That's another important thing here is that we must know that this ignorance, this holy ignorance is because they don't know each other well. If they know each other well, they know that the basic points, the basic principles of all Muslims are the same. God, Prophet, Kaaba, Qibla, and other things. These are the principles of all Muslims. There is no difference between all groups, between Sunni, Shia, and other, other parties of groups. There are some partial differences between groups. I don't, I don't want to speak about this uh, calamity more than this one, this, uh, this single word. Just uh, I wanted to assert an emphasis on the unity between Muslims. I wanted to uh, speak that if all Muslims know each other well, they don't, uh, this, they don't disagree with each other, and there, is, there would be no holy ignorance, inshallah. Uh, thank you. Uh, I want to make a short comment uh, about my colleague Ali's, uh, I think, important point. I think it is this is one of the issues uh, to achieve, you know, uh, against achieving, you know, social uh, cohesion, you know, inclusion and just, uh, I think, this is very important. And, and he described as holy ignorance. I remember in our classical you know, tradition, Islamic tradition, we have three types of ignorance. First one, El Jahedul Basit. You know, just plain ignorance. You know, someone doesn't know, but but he's aware that he doesn't know. Then you can teach him. You know, he's able to learn it. You know, but second one, el jahlul murakkab. You know, compound ignorance. He doesn't know. He is not aware that he doesn't know. According to our akhlaq ulama, it is difficult to teach such people. And third level, el jahlul muqab or muqab. This is multiplied ignorance. He doesn't know. Also, he is not aware that he doesn't know, but also he claims that he is the most knowledgeable. Then how can you teach you know, such people? I think holy ignorance, uh, I think very important point, I believe that uh, I, you know, I congratulate you for your paper. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed and would like to explore more, visit IslamInLibertyNetwork.org. You can also support us through the donation button on the site.